Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the spirit. Oh, just make sure the phone is switched off. It's not. <laughs> it is so good to be with you in the evening here in Israel. Thanks for joining with me and for tuning in from around the nations of the world. What a blessing it is to come together, proclaim the word of Yehovah. His promises are yes and amen, and we celebrate the victory that we have in Messiah. And what a blessing it is to be edified and built up in the most holy faith. We are blessed to have the scriptures and I love uh, from our uh, Zoom call last night for all you who were on the Zoom call last night, you know, Miguel was talking about, you know, sharing to his siblings just the blessing of having the scripture. You know, uh, his siblings are brought up in a Catholic background, but what a blessing to have the scripture. And, you know, in Catholicism, you're not you're not meant to read the word. It was all in Latin, so you couldn't understand it. And, you know, we're living in a generation, a time today where people are not pursuing. They don't know the basics of the scripture. They have so much uh, diversion, uh, so many things taking them away from the word of Yahovah. And we've got this incredible opportunity, and that is to minister the word of life to this generation. You know, when I speak with religious Jews here in the land of Israel, one thing that really gets them, they're like, wow, how do you know so much? How do you understand these scriptures? You know, this is the things that the rabbis know about. How do you know about these things? And, you know, and I share with them, look, you can get this on your iPhone. You can look up the scriptures. You can study them for yourself. And that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to delve into the scripture tonight. And what we're speaking on tonight is we're speaking on a word and prayer, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, word and prayer, uh, biblical order, the biblical order that we need to have that we can walk in. So let me just take a moment to give a shout out to those who are tuned in. We've got B with us from Texas. We've got Debbie uh, Sanchez, good to see you, and I uh, hope Tony's doing well. We've got Lola with us. We've got Vicky. We've got Richard in Pakistan. He says he's got a few issues with a storm coming, so we speak protection over him in Pakistan uh, through this storm that he and his family will be uh, safe. Their electricity will be restored. Uh, we've got Jay in uh, in Wales, South Wales. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Yogi with us as well. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, we've got um, Thomasine uh, with us as well. Thanks for joining. We've got Mary with us as well. Hallelujah. Thanks for standing with us. We've got, did I say Vicky? Good to see you. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, hallelujah. Let's just take a moment to pray. We're going to delve into the word. I'm going to lift up the name of Yeshua. Father, we bless your holy name. We know it's not by might nor by power, but it's by the Ruach HaKodesh, it's by your spirit that we have the ability to push forward in life, that we have the wisdom of Yehovah, that we have the mind of Messiah. We just release the victory of Messiah over our lives. And we say right now to all the assignments of the enemy, we come against you in Yeshua's name. We break the assignments of the enemy and we proclaim the victory that is found in no one else but in our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, the Messiah. So as we come to the scriptures, Father, I pray you set our hearts on fire that we may be equipped 
to be effective for your kingdom in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So I want to read in the book of Timothy. I've been enjoying being in uh, Timothy. It has been blessing me. You know, we've just got to read the scriptures, get through them, and just enjoy different books. Uh, I'm in the book of Zechariah as well, and the book of Timothy. And I want to share from the book of Timothy, because one of the things we're talking about, and have been over this last week, you know, is the importance. Are you ready for the supernatural? Are you ready to witness the gifts of the Spirit manifesting within your life? Are you ready to receive words of knowledge, prophecies, uh, to have dreams in the night, to have visions in the day, that, that we move into a spiritual dimension where we see the authority of the Spirit in a greater way. You know, we've got to get to that place where what the word of Elohim, the, the scriptures and prayer are a huge part of our lives. And, and the question is this, are we willing to pay the price? Are we willing to say, you know, whatever it takes, Father, I want to move into a whole new dimension in the spirit. I want I want to be transformed. I don't know about you. Are you ready for the transformation of the Holy Spirit? Are you ready to move into another realm? I'm not satisfied with yesterday's man- manna. I'm not satisfied with what we partook of yesterday. Thank you, Father, for the blessings of yesterday. But here today, Father, will you fill us up? Will you equip us? Will you bring us to a new level uh, of effectiveness for the kingdom? We talked about the roots of the faith, and we are pressing in for the fruits of the faith. This is time for us to be about kingdom work. So turn with me in the book of uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4, and we're going to read there, and then we're going to just bounce over to 1 Timothy chapter 6, in verse 1. The Spirit clearly says that in latter times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. And this is so important that we understand this, that there is dangers in our faith walk, that we need to uh, make sure that we clearly know the Scriptures so we can identify what is false teaching. And what is the truth? And if we are filled with the truth, we can see clearly what false teaching is. But, you know, we all have fallen in a place where, you know, we've been told things. You know, I love that verse in Scripture in the in the book of Jeremiah where it talks about our fathers have told us lies and we come to that place of the revelation of truth. And it's not that our fathers, it's not that the generation before didn't care for us. You know, they were just teaching what they knew, what they were taught, and what was passed on from generation to generation. And here we are in a time in history where the Holy Spirit's pouring out upon his people. The blindfolds are coming off the eyes of Israel, and we have the ability to see as he sees. We have the ability to know as he knows. And what do we see? We see that the knowing of the truth sets us free. What does it set us free from? It sets us free from deception, from false teaching, from lies, from traditions. And oh, of course, from that spirit of religion, we break religion. I don't want to be part of religion. I want to be walking in the true faith of Messiah. So the spirit clearly says that in the last time, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits. So how do we protect ourselves? You know, when we recognize that there is demonic assignments 
to get you and I off track. There's demonic assignments that are sent out by the enemy, demons to give you a teaching to steer you away from the power of Yehovah. What was it that shook the early believers? It was the realization that the resurrection from the dead was real, that Yeshua had risen. And that's our promise today. Never lose that place. The whole reason that we are born again of the Spirit is because Yeshua didn't just die, but he rose again. And why did he rise again? Man, he rose again so that he could remarry Israel, so that he could represent us at the right hand of the Father. So the order of Melchizedek could be restored. So there's some things that move to the side and there's some things that move into position so that we walk in the fullness of restoration in the presence of Yehovah. So verse 2, it says, Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared with a hot iron. Now this is interesting. It says their conscience, so they used to be God-conscious. They used to be conscious in the spirit and their conscience has been seared with a hot iron so that what is evil, that what isn't good, all of a sudden seems okay. It's not affecting our conscience and we want to be subject to the will of Yehovah and to the scriptures of Yehovah. So we don't want to be hypocritical liars. That means we say one thing, yet we live another way. We want to be people who are walking in the ways of Yehovah. And as we speak right now, I pray in Yeshua's name that if there is teachings of demons, deceptive understandings that's on your life, maybe there's some things that you've just wanted to hold on to. You know, as we come into truth, there's some strongholds that are stronger than others. In verse 3, I love it, it just exposes especially the Catholic Church. They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods which Elohim created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. So there's something that we can receive when we believe and know the truth. So we want the establishment of faith to be strong within our life. We want faith. We want, you know, first, God is real. He is real. Why is it we just move into so much sin, yet we're meant to be believers, we're meant to be born again of the Spirit, and you look back at some of those sins and you think, you know what, those sins don't really affect me. You know, I'm still praise, Yehovah, hallelujah, yet there's these sin elements within our life that I seem to be walking in, and, you know, I have no consciousness towards the evil that's taking place within my life. Why? Because here comes that that hot iron that to, to sear you, that hot iron to say, you don't need God consciousness in this area. You can walk in this deception. It's okay. Why? Because there's so many people walking in this deception. So why shouldn't you walk in it? Why would you deprive yourself from these things when you can have the goodness and the blessing of these deceptive, uh, you know, uh, frills or whatever you would like to think that you are getting out of uh, sinful lifestyles or, you know, deceptive teachings. 
They forbid people to marry. They order them to abstain from certain foods. You know, it, it's it's creating another form of godliness. You know, my wife, you know, she was brought up uh, in uh, the New Age movement and, and involved in the occult. And there she was, you know, living in a, a home with witchcraft and all of these different demons, you know, involved in drug culture and smoking all types of stuff and, and, and lifestyle just totally uh, of the world. And, and, you know, what do they all want to be? They all want to be vegan and save the earth and Greenpeace and, you know, <laughs> all this. And, and what are they doing to their bodies? They're taking all these drugs, they're taking all this alcohol, they're doing all this crazy stuff. Yet, you know, they're abstaining from certain foods. Oh, no, you can't eat meat because the animal is so precious you know those poor little cows those poor little lambs and so on and so forth and we see this in religious form as well we see this in religious practices and in the muslim faith and you know even in jehovah witnesses you know you can't even drink coffee or the mormons you can't drink coffee and you know we, we see all these different things creeping in you know so, you know, you've got to abstain from these foods which Elohim created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and those who know the truth. Be free. Be free. Let's not be caught up in the New Age practices, Christian yoga, and all these different types of things. Look, yoga, it doesn't change just because you're praying. Plays. You're pra- playing, <laughs> can't get the words out, you're playing praise and worship, doing yoga, when every position is a position of worship, you know, to another god. You know, it doesn't matter if you're playing uh, uh, holy music, It doesn't make it clean. It doesn't make it good. For everything Elohim created is good, and nothing uh, nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of Elohim and prayer. And this is powerful. We're talking about those who believe, those who have faith, those who know the truth. You're not going to be caught up with all of these things. And I, I hear people saying, well, you know, if, what, what are you doing following the food laws? I, I am not rabbinically kosher. I believe in the food laws according to the scripture. And I believe that what, what we see here is the importance of what the word says. That um, we are consecrated by the word. We are sanctified. We are set apart by the word of Elohim and prayer. And this is so important in the biblical order, in the days in which we're living, in the deceptions in which we are living. How we function, how we operate is so important. So we can give thanks. We can eat anything that's set before us if it's food according to the word. But, you know, if I've got, uh, you know, antibiotics for my dog in the refrigerator and I say to you, you can eat anything you like in my refrigerator, it would not be good for you to take the antibiotics for the dog. You know, it's not going to go well for you if you take uh, that just because it's in my fridge. And I said you can eat any food in the fridge. Well, number one, it's not food. The scriptures tell us what food is. Pork is not food. We should not be eating pork according to the scripture. We should not be eating it. And it's not that that God is trying to, uh, you know, keep us away from something. You shouldn't eat dog either. 
you know, we shouldn't eat horses. There's certain things that we shouldn't eat because of the toxins and because of uh, their job on the earth. These are not things that we should be partaking of. So it's not that we are denying good food. It's recognizing what is food, what should we eat. And what is good before Yahovah? So what we what do we need? We need to understand that our belief system is right and that we know the truth. The knowing of the truth sets us free and that we come and are consecrated, sanctified by the word of Elohim and prayer. Why? What does it mean prayer? What's this, the word of God and prayer? What does it mean? When you come to the scripture and you're saying, Father, I'm reading this word. What does this mean? We pray over it. We we ask the Father questions. Prayer is communication. Communication between us and Yahovah. So when we receive the word and, and, and we're, we're meditating on the word we ask the father to reveal his truth through the scriptures hallelujah and by faith and by the knowing of the truth we walk in the fullness of yahovah verse 6 if any point of these things uh sorry i've got to get my glasses at the right angle if you point these things out to the brothers you will be a good minister of messiah yeshua brought up in the truths of the faith and of the good teachings that you have followed hallelujah so it's important to point out the truth we want to be proclaimers of the truth you know i'm from scotland and i i used to love when we're traveling across america and different countries as a family we used to love playing the proclaimers out loud with all the windows down driving along the road you know some good uh, scottish stuff here but we are called to proclaim the truth Share the truth with others because if we are speaking forth the truth, it can be heard. And, you know, the truth will set people free. It will change their life. So don't just say to people, well, you know, I'm just living with my truth. And, you know, good luck to you on working out your truth. No, we are called to be those who are part of the family of Yehovah, that we recognize our brothers and sisters in Messiah. And, you know, that uh, that, that we come and, and we minister of Messiah Yeshua and we bring in the truth and the faith that is so important, that teaching comes from the word, things that we have followed, we have tested the word. The word works it's true. Doesn't matter what you face. Doesn't matter what demonic assignments are coming against you today. Uh, so good to see uh, Jackie uh, with us today. Just last night on the Zoom call, praying for uh, Maurice, the, the two-year-old, and and just ministering. And just today to be warned in the spirit, supernatural delivering, healing over this child in Yeshua's name. Are you and I ready for the signs and wonders and miracles? Are you ready for the answered prayer? Are you ready for heaven to move? Move as we proclaim the word of Yahovah. So what is it with this good teaching that you're following? Why is it good teaching? Why? Because when you apply it to your life, it brings transformation in who you are and who I am. Hallelujah. Have nothing to do with godless myths 
and old wives' tales. Well, brother, you know, these are just traditions that we've always done. I know it's not in the Bible. I know at Hanukkah, you know, you don't have a candelabra with nine uh, <laughs> uh, candles and, you know, the, the whole uh, story about the miracle of the oil. You know, it's not biblical. It's not, it's not recorded in Scripture. It's rabbinic myths have nothing to do with the myths. So what are people of faith doing following things when we know they're not true? How many Mercianic congregations have the candelabras with nine, uh, you know, candles? What is wrong with us? Can't we recognize what truth is and say, you know what, I am not going to follow these myths, these old wife's tales. Doesn't matter if it's rabbinic, doesn't matter if it's pagan, doesn't matter where it's coming from. Come on. You know, I'm done with religion. And, you know, these are things that just get me wound up. You know, if you are walking in the faith in Yeshua, why are you wearing a kippah? Why are you walking around with a prayer shawl? Why are people doing tefillin? You know, wrapping tefillin, you know, around their heads, around their arm. This is all Talmudic. This is, you know, from rabbinical Judaism. This doesn't make you more holy as a Mercianic Jew. These are from a false religion. These are from a place that, that is, you know, let's just say it as it is. These are what demons are teaching to take you away from the truth. Oh, brother, you're touching on some holy things. These are not holy things. What did Yeshua say? You know, you know, he, he did not mess around with his words when he dealt with the false teachings of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And it's okay for you and I to stand up and say, what? Well, enough is enough. We don't need all these trimmings. You know, understand the origins and where these things come from. And, you know, especially when it comes to the foundation of your spiritual life, if you're applying them, because you're trying to be holy, if you're doing them because, you know, you're thinking that, that God's going to love you more doing these things, and they're rooted in the, the teachings of demons, we need to be set free of these things. So I want to ask you a question today as we minister today. Is there things in your life that need to fall off so that you can walk in the fullness and that you can have a defense system of truth in the word to protect you against the spirit of religion, uh, false teaching, demonic lies that are set up to do what? Take you away from God take you away thinking that works-based is what it is all about. Yes, you know, we walk in the faith and we need to have the fruit of the Spirit. You know, it's not just good enough to say I prayed the prayer because there's plenty of people who've prayed the prayer and they live like hell and they have no Messiah in them. They have no guaranteed seal of the Holy Spirit. And, and you can talk to yourself all day. You can even show me your Bible where you wrote the date you prayed the prayer. If you're not living a life of repentance and walking in these ways, where are you? Where do you stand? Hear the word of Yahovah with the spirit of truth. Come home. Teshuva, come back to who the Father has created you to be. Come out of the jungle of doubt and unbelief and come to the place of Messiah and walk in his truth. Hallelujah. I have no idea what verse I'm on. Where am I at? 
<laughs> oh yeah, have nothing to do with godless myths, old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. Whoa, hallelujah. Did you hear that? Train yourself to be godly. And as a spiritual leader, there's something so important about leadership, and it's this. Don't uh, uh, teach people to be reliant upon what you have to say, but teach them how to uh, train themselves, walk in the way of Yahovah. This is the whole reason why we started uh, recording daily at the beginning of last year. For what purpose? To say, this is what my life looks like in daily devotion. And I want you to capture some of this because I want you to be people who are alert in the spirit and choose. You know, I'm going to stand up for Yahovah. I'm going to make a difference for my God. He is a great and awesome God, I'm not, you know, I am personally responsible for all of the myths, the false teachings, the, the demonic, uh, you know, stuff that's going on. Even the hypocrisy and the lies is my conscience seared with a hot iron. I'm responsible for all those areas. And in the teaching and the proclaiming of the truth, can I be set free? Can I get to the place where I have what? Biblical order. And by the word and by prayer, we can uh, reestablish or we can strengthen biblical order. So, And this is something that we walk through every single day. It's not something that you just do when you're having a bad time and you feel like you've sinned, you've fallen short of Yehovah. Okay, Father, here I am. I'm coming to your word and I'm coming to the place of prayer. Now bring forth my restoration. Well, what if we continually come to that place and say, Father, I want to know you more. I want greater biblical order in my life. Teach me your ways. Bring me to the place where I'm not just following what other people are saying, especially those demonic liars, those those teachers bringing religion, and not even religion sometimes, just bringing false, uh, you know, hope and, uh, and just deceptive teachings, their own idea from their own mind and not from the Scripture. Deliver us from those types of people and, and help me, Father, to be trained to be godly. And I love what it says here in verse 8. This verse is awesome. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has a value uh, for all things. Holding promise, uh, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Physical training. You know, we're all into good, healthy eating and uh, wanting to do the right things. And those things are important. But what about godliness? What about godliness? Father, I want godliness to be an important part of my life. I don't want to be godless, but I want to be filled with your spirit. I want to be on fire with your spirit. I want to see your kingdom come and your will done. Not just for what uh, I'm going to witness of the promises of Yehovah in this life, but the very acts that I take in the presence of Yehovah today will make a difference in eternity. So it's not just about, you know, the moment. And, and praise Yehovah for the moment. You know, some of us are so full of stress that you're so caught outside of the moment that you miss the blessings that the Father has right before you. Verse 9. 
This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. And for this we labor and strive, that we have put our hope in the living Elohim, in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, and especially to those who believe. Yeah, because we we understand what it means to walk in salvation. He is the Savior. It's one thing to say He's the Savior. It's the one thing to know salvation. And I just want to prophesy right now. This is the day of salvation. And oh, brother, I prayed the prayer. I'm saved. You may be saved, but you might need deliverance today to take you out of an area where the enemy has sought to uh, to destroy you, to push you down. We just speak deliverance, salvation over our lives on an ongoing basis, that we are going from glory to glory. So, devil, we come against your assignments. We come against your lies. We, pro- we proclaim that our hearts are soft in the presence of a mighty God. And we are not going to have those hot irons that are damaging our consciences. But we want to be uh, uh, conscious, uh, God-conscious, walking in godliness at all times in Yeshua's name. We've put our hope in the living God. And that's what I love about you know uh, Hebrews chapter 11. First, you've got to believe that God uh, is real. Do you believe he exists? Do you truly believe who he is? It seems like such a simple thing, but when we walk in sin, do we believe? You know, can we get the Father into every aspect of our life? Father, make us holy as you are holy by the power of your Spirit. You know, we're not here today dealing with condemnation, but we're just dealing with correction in the Spirit to be edified, to be strengthened. May we be in a place where we see the victory of Yahovah because there might have been a demonic teaching. There might have been an assignment against you. All of a sudden today, because of this message, the lights are coming on and you see the truth. And you recognize what the Spirit is saying. And it's not about what I'm saying. What's the Ruach HaKodesh speaking to you today? Verse 11, command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Now this is important. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. It is not about your age physically, or it's not also about your age spiritually. The question is, are you coming to Yeshua with childlike faith? Because we have this Spirit in us, so we can move with the authority of the Spirit. You know, just picture, uh, you know, I was thinking about cricket, but forget cricket, you know. Let's think uh, baseball. You know, if, if you've got the, the world champion baseball living on the inside of you and you go out and you're playing ball and you have his brain, you have his uh, everything, and he's living through you, all of a sudden, little old me or little old you is going to play baseball that's so incredible. Everyone's going to be like, what? Well, look at this guy. He don't look like some famous baseball player. But we have Yeshua living on the inside of us. And what I love about displaying uh, Yeshua is people don't see you. They see him. And that's my prayer today, is that we will see the Messiah in action. 
So what do we want to do? We want to be an example. And I just want you to take a pledge today and say, Father, I want to be a living example of the glory of Yahovah. I want to be a living example of what it truly means to walk by faith and not by sight. I want to be an example in my speech, in my life, in love, in faith, and in purity. May I see and may others see your glory manifest within my life. Verse 13, Until I come, devote yourselves to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and teaching. Don't neglect your gift which was given to you through the prophetic message when the body of elders laid hands on you. And of course, Paul is talking to Timothy, uh, the young believer. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see you uh, progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Preserve them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers be diligent in these matters come on we we don't we don't need to to be losers in the kingdom but when you have the holy spirit in you there's a fire that enters in you and you might have come from a prophetic not a prophetic but pathetic background from worthless with messiah priceless We are a new creation. The old is gone, and behold, all things are new. So when that demon, when the devil comes and says, who do you think you are? You think God can use you? You think you have understanding? You think you have ability? You have no ability. You have no understanding. You have no voice. And this is what the Holy Spirit says. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You have the full authority of the kingdom of Yehovah at hand. Now go and proclaim my name. Lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Cast out devils, and they will be set free. And there's a part where it's not just about demon delivery, where people are all shaking all over the place and demons are leaving. You know, when we speak forth the word of truth, demons have to go. And you might be experiencing deliverance and transformation right now within your life, that the doctrines of demons are falling off in Yeshua's name. So deliverance has a lot more to it than just, you know, some form of exorcism as you can watch on television and some of these horror movies. No, we need to set the captives free and we need to recognize who we are in Messiah. Well, listen, I did say we were going to go to First uh, Timothy chapter 6, but we're not going to do that today because I believe that what we have delivered today is what the Holy Spirit wants to say. And I want to tell you, fan into flame, don't neglect, what does it say? Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through what? The prophetic message. Oh, prophecy's not for today, brother. Prophecy's not for today, sister. Well, you know what? There is gifts that come upon us through the prophetic message we need the elders we need those in the body of messiah to recognize the work of the spirit in others and to endorse the work of the spirit in others so that we can be released in what we are called to be that we can be secure so listen this is so important that you come to the place and recognize if you walk alone you're missing so much We're called to be a community of 
believers in the faith. We need each other. And it doesn't matter about distance. It doesn't matter what's going on amongst us. You know, here we've got Paul. He's not with Timothy. He's delivering this word to Timothy, and Timothy's not sitting in front of him. Paul's writing the letters to Corinth. He's not there. You know, so hallelujah that we can have these opportunities to minister, to teach, and to do these things over distance. And this is exactly what happened in the time of Scripture as well. But how do we see the believing community growing around us when we move into a new dimension of exploits for his kingdom? I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this message today. I pray that you will take a moment just to... Come before the Father and say, Father, I don't want to neglect the gift. I want to be everything that you've called me to be. I want to be diligent in what you have taught me. I want to be one who will teach, preach, proclaim the truth to this generation. And more importantly, Father, here I am. Send me. Use me. Use me to make a difference. What, what do you need of my life, Father? Come on, ask him, what do you need of my life? Speak to me. Speak to me. Give me words of truth at this time in Yeshua's name. Thanks for watching. If you've got a testimony you want to share, our newsletter will be coming out tomorrow. Looking forward to that coming out. Uh, it's going to be really exciting what we're going to be sharing this month in the monthly newsletter. Um, Email your testimony, Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. There's still time to get a testimony in for this month's newsletter. Come on. We should have testimonies pouring of the transforming power of a mighty God. It should be happening week after week, month after month. And, and listen, send your testimonies in because what are you doing? You're testifying to the goodness of God and what he does. Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com or you can uh, uh, send the email to Esther, Esther at bulldozeoffaith.com and we will add your testimony to this month's newsletter. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, you know, it's not just about the ministry. If you're encouraged in Yahovah, if you're being taught in the presence of Yahovah, then, you know, give, uh, pour into Bulldozer Faith as we take the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. You can go to bulldozerfaith.com. You see the link in the heading, uh, the give button there. You can give and support the work that we do here. Keep us in prayer as we are preparing over 60 days. We do not know where we're going. We're packing up, getting ready. It's time for the cloud to move, and we don't know where we're going. We don't know what the Father's going to do, but we know that he has prepared the way before us. But pray for us, and if you want to sow into this next move, into this uh, next journey that we are on here at Bulldozer Faith, stand with us, because, man, I tell you, it's exciting to walk by faith and not by sight. It's great to be living by faith. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, Shavua Tov. Have a blessed day wherever you're watching from. Hallelujah. Amen. Shalom, shalom.